seventh people are prone to these unstable influences. And possibly a bit out of touch with reality. Another conflict in the October 7th character is between moral and immoral behavior. October 7th people may well say they only wish to be left alone. Those born on October 7th may have difficulty functioning well day to day over the long haul. Hey, welcome back to Radio 1 Chicago. That was loud. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was the deadbeat here on WLUW 88.7 FM, and that was two new songs off their new EP. Yeah. We'll call it an EP call or an album. I'd say so. Let you guys decide. Uh, and that was Big Forever. We kicked off it in Unstable Influences here on Radio 1 Chicago. And guess what? The deadbeat are in studio live. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing well. Thanks for having us. Good, good. And let me introduce you guys. Uh, to my right is Jessica Riska, who, Risker, excuse me, who's on vocals and electric guitar. Uh-huh. And then to my left is Joshua Wentz, who does uh, synths and electronics. And to my other right... <laughs> Is Rhonda from the... Chicago Outfit. Chicago Outfit, who's going to be hanging out with us all 
two hours of the show. Yep. So they may chime in and just throw some added flavor, which is sure. cool. We appreciate it. <laughs> well, how are you guys doing? Good. Doing pretty well. Good. And, uh, so Big Forever just dropped, like, what? April 5th. April 5th. So mm-hmm. what? That's like less than two uh, weeks ago? Yep. Yep. So you guys excited? Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, really excited. We're having we're so excited. We're having a release party for it on Saturday night. Fantastic. A cafe mustache. That's right. <laughs> nice. So uh so yeah, we wanted to tell everybody about that and What is the setup when someone cuz uh we're listening to the music, obviously there's a lot of different sounds. There's a lot of different flavors. Oh, yeah. You just you're just hearing elements, dings and all types of, you know, just sounds and elements that are that are, you know, pinging off each other. Mm-hmm. So when you guys set up, how does that give me an idea of what that <laughs> looks like? Are there like five or ten different instruments laid out that you guys are running back and forth to? I mean, in a sense, yeah. I mean, there, it's a pretty standard setup in the in the way that I play guitar. Adam plays drums. Jarrett plays bass. But Josh does have like multiple uh, have electronic instruments. Yeah, in front I have of like this case with about seven or eight different <laughs> sorts of things in there: drum machine, synth, a couple effects pedals, and uh, I'm just constantly turning little knobs and things throughout the yeah. entire show we yeah. always joke that josh is like he's he's not just one member of the band he's multiple <laughs> members of the band he, he does a lot he's a utility guy that's right that, that's what they call him baseball guys who just do everything yeah that's, that's josh. a little bit he does it he does it well just don't ask me to do the guitar part because i will not be able to do that uh big forever what what's uh what does that mean or is there a meaning behind it it's just sound, it sounds it sounds loud and large uh, cool. Well, it's actually, you know, it was inspired. It's not officially my name. It's the name of a friend of mine, Katie, who she um, named a DIY venue space that I lived in a couple years ago with yeah. uh, some other people. And it was a really creative environment. And there were shows in there. And it was, like, really inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the people who lived in the house or who were associated with the house collaborated on this album. And uh, I just, I love the title and in a way it's sort of a yeah. uh, commemoration of it you know for me and um that's where the name comes from excuse me i, I think it's uh, it sounds it sounds so appropriate i mean i'm looking at the artwork and it looks like some guys who are just sort of trapped or st- stranded in space or maybe but they're not it's not it's sort of, it's sort of like this uh the sound is so uh outwardly and spacious like doesn't sound like any limitations on what you guys are doing so the name just seems so fitting to what you guys do cool i I felt good about it It, it, you know i was really i asked katie if i could use it because i was really hopeful (laughs) it it felt like perfect to me and i was like you know really nervous that she'd be like oh i'm not comfortable she was like of course you it was really nice of her and uh i think a lot of times people describe our music as space rock Definitely. Uh, so it kind of it, it kind of fits in that way too do you guys kind of accept that sort of label? Yeah. Even though, I'll take know, it, whatever genre vague. someone wants to throw at us. I mean, if on the EP, we've got, you know, some sort of more psychedelic things. We have some drum and bass. There's, yeah. you know, we never really think about genre too much. I think it's more about what sort of sound we're trying to go for and uh, making sure that we are just making it happen. Yeah. You know? Exactly. There was something that uh, me and uh, me and you were talking about off air was that these these songs are so synced together mm-hmm. and they, they, they transition into each other so well. Was that intentional? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't I don't know why, but I'm really into the like <laughs> the whole like flow of songs to you know, I mean you can I like you can that, divide though. them up, but no, it's just I like one that. whole kind of piece. You've really always been that way. Even, you know, before when we were writing more song songs, not in a in Deadbeat, but in other bands, you were always very cognizant of 
how things go together. Yeah. And also, if you ever want to see a show where there is zero stage banter, <laughs> you come to our show because we start playing and then we go through and then we're done. I wanted to think about it as a whole. Yeah. Instead yeah. of just, I mean, I think about the pieces too, but I definitely want to think about it as a whole experience. Right, exactly. And, and, and the interesting thing about that is that because if you fall in love with one song, it almost feels like you, you're connected automatically to the next song because of, you know, sort of that, that sync and that, the, the fade and the, yeah, the, the transition. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's almost like a, I got you. Like, <laughs> if you love this one, you got to love the other one. Yeah. There's, there's no stopping point. You're in for the ride. <laughs> uh, tell everyone again, uh, Cafe Mustache tomorrow? Cafe, uh, Saturday. Saturday? I keep Saturday? thinking today's Friday. I'm hoping... I'm on vacation after tomorrow, <laughs> so I'm excited. Oh, well, Lucky you. <laughs> so, yeah, no, Saturday, April 16th, Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. And we've got a good lineup, too. Mm-hmm. Health and Beauty is nice. playing solo. Puritan Pine, um, which is Adele Nicholas's band. Mm-hmm. Other bands. She also plays in Axons. I know she's been on WLUW a few times. Sure. And uh, um, Dan Rico and The Headshots. Fantastic. Well, let's get into uh, Won't You Meet Us in Vegas, and then we'll come back and learn more about you and uh, Big Forever. Cool. Right, nice. You're listening to Radio 1 Chicago on WLUW 88.7 FM. I'm Weekend Gabe. It's 612. Hang out with us.
Hey, welcome back to Radio 1 Chicago. That was the deadbeat with Won't You Meet Us in Vegas. Why Vegas? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, those, honestly, those lyrics were just kind of... Uh, you put them together and then they just stuck? I put them together, yeah. I just, just kind of <laughs> like the imagery of it. Nice, nice. Uh, live in studio with us is the deadbeat. We got Jessica, we got Josh from the group, and then we got Rhonda from the Chicago Outfit hanging out with us. Yep. Hi. For two hours. Yep. Chicago Outfit is roller derby, is Roller that right? derby, yes. We yes. play roller derby. <laughs> yes, we do. Are, would any of these songs qualify as like intro music for you? Oh, I think so, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so? Definitely. Get us pumped up for a game. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to bridge communities. Here. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool, uh, you know, and I think that this, uh, like the, the music, like I said, it's just so, it's electrifying. It's, it has a certain feel to it, vibe to it. Take us into the recording. Are you guys sort of just jamming off each other or are you writing the music and then coming back and collaborating later in the studio? How does it work? Well, for this album, so the song that we just listened to is definitely like, I had sort of a skeleton of the song and then we definitely fleshed it out together. And we recorded it together at Public House Sound Recordings with David Traino in Logan Square. The rest of the album was more me putting pieces together. A lot of those pieces were done with collaborators. Like Josh came in and he would lay some things down. And then I would, you know, the way that I think about the album is that I kind of arranged it. Um, Yeah, I I think we recorded maybe, you know, five or six minutes of a synth on, on one session. And then you picked some pieces that you liked interspersed mm-hmm. them into the composition that you were already working on so yeah it's right. much more like kind of painting the picture with little bits and pieces of things and then vegas uh that track was full band recording uh so it's the most live of the bunch um are are you guys like because there's there's four of you so there's two yeah. of you there with you are you guys most of the time on the same page with what the sound of the group should be or is there a lot of uh a lot of open-mindedness to what's you know not what's possible but what could possibly happen i would say that uh it's definitely jess's vision like she has an idea of what she wants the vibe of the songs to be we come in uh we just we're working out uh, a track that we're gonna be playing for the first time live uh, this saturday and you know uh we listened to kind of a demo that jess had put together and then brought our own flavors to it. Adam has, Adam and Jarrett are in another band called The Trolls, and yeah. they're a rock outfit. They're definitely kind of uh, spiritually in that vein, whereas I'm definitely more interested in electronic music. So we try to bring our own kind of uniqueness to it, but at the end of the day, um, we're trying to fit into a mold that Jeff has kind of laid out for us. Yeah. I, is it easier to just create in multiple lanes instead of trying to limit yourself into a sound that is what people call a signature sound, but be open to anything and be expressive in that way i mean i think i've definitely like loosened up as time has gone on as we've worked together <laughs> so, so as, it was a little musicians. bit more structured <clears throat> yeah it was a little bit more like i had really definite ideas in my head and now you know as time went on i just saw how much everybody adds um and you know i think we like to work together because i think we do have a lot of overlap in music styles and um, the yeah. things that we think sound cool so yeah, absolutely. those things kind of just happen and we all agree on them. Like, oh, yeah, that was great. You know, let's do that. And Yeah, um, there's a level of trust that you build with people over time. And sure. then you start to not have to be as much of a director. Um, and you can also be comfortable with someone saying, you know what? Maybe that baseline, you could do this here. And instead of being like, 
hey, I'm the bass player. You're like part <laughs> of the team, and you're like, well, let me I, let me try that and see if I like it. Right. And was that always the case when you guys first started, or was it sort of something you guys grew into trusting each other? Well, I think you know, for Deadbeat, like I feel like there was definitely a couple albums that got us rolling that were kind mm-hmm. of like here's they were already recorded here's how they sound and then we were like let's put it to this live band and definitely that like added flourishes to it but it was fairly faithful to the recordings i would say but as yeah. we're like kind of working out newer songs i think there's even more um openness and for how things i mean the the new song that we're we're gonna do saturday night like i'm i'm amazed at how like quickly it came together just because of me too us being used to each other and yeah so it's it's that's really fun right we're talking with the deadbeat who are performing live saturday night over at cafe mustache in logan square 2313 north milwaukee um i i just find this this uh the the sound is so refreshing because it's not something you normally hear and is that is that what the motivating factor because people aren't doing what you're doing so you have it's almost like your, you know, I want to say Christopher Columbus moment of exploring something <laughs> that that hasn't been hasn't been touched yet. But you guys are sort of playing on your own play, uh, on your own, you know, field for the moment and being able to explore uh, all these uh, opportunities. I mean, I don't think the ulterior motive is no matter what. Let's just do something that sounds a little bit different than other people. But I think yeah. it it does naturally come from just I know from my own musical interests and the things that I want to bring together that I'm inspired by. I think it's just kind of resulting in that. Yeah, right. I agree. I, I've never really set out in anything to to try to sound like another band or to try to like emulate a genre. Um, and I think the nice thing about what we are doing when we when we get together is that it's not there's no you know guiding track. It's not sure. like, oh we want to like listen to this. We want to try to get a bass that sounds like this. We're just like kind of doing a little bit more freeform. Um, and now that we kind of know what palette we're working in, the, the different kind of levels of whether we would use distortion or whether we would use, you know, high pitch synths or something really low, um, it really helps to just be more freeing when we're when we're working on music. I guess. What what sound have you heard, or just sort of maybe in passing that you might have just heard like uh, a tick or a scratch, and you're like, that would be fantastic if we could use that <laughs> or adapt that somehow. Hmm. I mean, a, I love electronic sounds. There and there's a lot of electronic sounds this album. Um, yeah. And you know, Josh brings a lot of that. I have some some gadgets too that create mm-hmm. some some sort of starting points. Like the the tracks we're gonna hear, the track we're gonna listen to next. Right. I think like you'll definitely hear a lot of that electronic influence. And then like uh, there's part of the track that kind of creates this backbone beat, which is kind of this. Uh, um, kind of hip-hoppy kind of inspired kind of drum and bass kind of Mm -hmm. feel to it but then there's also like these kind of surf surf guitar riffs over it right um so it's just kind of taking i don't know pulling from different things and putting them together i know that for me the um one of the instruments i use a lot on all of the deadbeat stuff is called the pocket piano it's by this company critter and guitar it's this little green box with a bunch of like knobs and kind of keyboard but it's just like wooden buttons yeah and it's an analog synth, so it really you'll hear a lot of like kind of sliding pitches and and things like that. And I've never really in any non deadbeat work been uh, kind of I've never gone in the direction of just like letting things go out of pitch and and 
and kind of warping things, which I think we do a lot of. It's kind of psych- psychedelic. So yeah, of, yeah, yeah. In a way, it's it's definitely kind of that that piece of gear inspires me a lot when we're working on new music because it's something that I can mess around with and not know what I'm going to get out of it. And even when I'm playing live, sometimes I'm like, I don't know how I made that sound. <laughs> right. That's, that's cool. Let's just uh, <laughs> see if I can replicate it or just move on. Is the big forever is about breaking rules and not following anyone's standard? I mean, I would say that my attitude behind my past couple of deadbeat albums has definitely been I I don't know what I'm going for. It's just gonna like <laughs> it just comes to you. It's just gonna come. Yeah. And it'll build on itself. Sounds about right. What what was the timeline for the big forever as far as from start to completion? <laughs> there is a lot of the tracks were done really quickly but it took like you know when i lived at big forever's 2013 and so i finished it last year yeah so but there was a lot of space where it's kind of the thing where i, I just set it aside for a long time and came back to it and it's like i need to finish i want to finish this sure uh so the album i did before that which is called chaos the diva and it's about half the length that one i made a rule like it's got i've got to see what i could do in a month that was inspired by the RPM challenge. Oh, the old RPM challenge. Which is where you, uh, in February, write an album, record an album in a month, which is where Josh and I met. Yeah, that's right. We both participated. 2007? Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and so... Uh, that, seemed, that doesn't seem that far, but it oh, is. It was... It is. <laughs> that that uh, experience was, like, so great for just seeing what yeah. a deadline does. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we're talking with Jessica Risker and Joshua Wenz uh, from the group Deadbeat, who are live in studio with us on Radio in Chicago, and uh, talking about their Big Forever album, and they're performing live tomorrow over at Saturday. Cafe Mus- Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. It's, oh, my goodness. I want it to be Friday. So I bad. do, too, man. I, if it was Friday, I'd be so happy. <laughs> so happy. Thank you, Jessica. Uh, tell people how they can get the album. I know you guys have the deadbeatbeats.bandcamp.com uh, website. Uh, how else can people follow you and the main? To so me? the main channel is myimaginaryrecordlabel.com. Nice. That's going to take you anywhere. That's so, it. you know the Facebook and SoundCloud and dead or uh, Bandcamp links. Right. And stuff. if you happen to be on any one of those places and search Deadbeat, just keep adding a beat until you find it. Some <laughs> yeah. places it's Deadbeat beat, sometimes Deadbeat beat beat, and Deadbeat beat beat beat. I think there's one of them. Uh, I, I find it ironic that you guys are called a Deadbeat, but you guys keep on giving. So, you know, it's, it's fascinating in that sense. Don't ask us for any favors. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn. Uh, we're going to close out with a couple more songs off the record Summer Chanty and Stop Performing. Mm-hmm. Is that cool? Yeah. Thank you guys so much for dropping in on us on Radio in Chicago, and good luck with the show on Saturday. Thank you Thanks so much. Lot. Thanks for having us. We'll, we'll tweet out the information for people to uh, score tickets and find a location cool. should, fantastic should, shouldn't be too hard cool. <laughs> no all right we'll be back more here on radio one chicago with touch by ghoul so stick around 88.7 fm wuw
Thank <laughs> you.